Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva paper towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Bringing you the truth behind the lies, the story behind the story. Hoping to convince you the reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. We're live on iHeartRadio, on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. Or shoot me an email at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com. Call the van line and get something off your chest at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Woohoo! It's over. Oh man, that was brutal. Four nights of a steady stream of lies and disinformation out of the Democrat National Committee. You know, I've got an hour every day on this show, but that isn't nearly enough to keep up with the amount of purposeful disinformation and lies that came out of the Democrat National Committee. It was a freak show. All they did was, uh, you know, talk about racism and and uh, the peaceful protests and how Donald Trump is, uh, you know, a, a racist, hateful, hateful racist. I I tried to find some sort of substance, some, um you know, declaration of what they intended to do if they're able to drag old Joe across the line. And it is thin gruel. Um, They're going to (laughs) lift the darkness. They're going to banish racism. They're going to defeat hate. And during all four days, there was never any mention of the riots going on in the streets, never any mention of how Joe Biden would deal with China, who has him so compromised. Do you really believe that Hunter Biden got a billion and a half dollars without uh, Joe Biden knowing about it and discussing it with the, the leadership in China? I don't. I want to start today's show by talking about this, um, this uh, arrest, this politically motivated prosecution. And, and that's what I believe it is. And I will continue to believe that until I see some evidence otherwise of Steve Bannon by the Southern district of New York, who had no, um, jurisdiction or venue over this case whatsoever. They are a, a, an independent shop wholly owned 
by the Clinton crime family who uh, just sits in their perch in lower Manhattan and reaches across the nation to engage in political prosecutions against the Democrats' political enemies. And uh, they've gone after Steve Bannon. They're claiming that he stole a million dollars from the uh, the We Build the Fence charity, nonprofit, uh, that was set up, of course, to build sections of border fence on private property uh, to help secure our southern border. This effort was started, of course, by Brian Colfage. I've had him on this show uh, early on in this effort. Uh, it was also on the on the board was Tom Tancredo. He was on the show to talk about that. I encourage listeners to the show to to uh, contribute to that fund. So if I if it turns out that uh, monies were actually diverted uh, from their intention, then I'll be the first to say it. But given the track record of the prosecutors in the Southern District of New York, I will start by assuming that Steve Bannon didn't do this, and this is yet another one of their politically motivated prosecutions. They, they, they operate in two ways. First, they, they go after um, Democrat opponents anywhere in the country, drag them into New York, and prosecute them in, in front of these, um, these far-left Manhattan juries. And the other, other thing they do is if any of their Democrat cronies get in trouble, they will reach out across the country, especially down into Washington, D.C., uh, and take over the investigation. And then after a long, drawn-out um, investigation where there's no, um, no leaks or no, uh, no information coming forward, they will, of course, find that they did nothing wrong and they will uh, de- decline to prosecute. But they've gone after Steve Bannon now, and uh, even if he is innocent, he has about the same chance of uh, getting acquitted and having these charges dropped uh, as uh, you might have had in the old Soviet Union. They made a big deal uh, that they sent uh, postal service inspectors to arrest Steve Bannon. And, of course, this was grandstanding, tying into the current uh, hoax, the post office hoax, mailbox hoax that the Democrats are engaging in. Uh, they they arrested him offshore. So apparently the uh, Postal Service inspectors have a Marine division, too. Bannon was on a, a yacht off the coast of Connecticut. Uh, this yacht, it, it's a, a fabulous yacht. Uh, the media tried to pretend that Steve Bannon owned it, implying that he may have used his ill-gotten gains to buy this yacht. That was not true. Well, they didn't tell you. It, well, they they did after the first two days mention that um, the yacht was owned by uh, a Chinese billionaire, implying that Steve Bannon, who has been a harsh critic of the Chinese Communist Party, was uh, you know somehow a fraud and a hypocrite. What they didn't tell you is this Chinese billionaire, his name is Zhao Wangyi, is an anti-communist crusader who is, uh, who is working with Bannon to, uh, to you know, fight back against that communist regime. 
So the Postal Inspectors uh, Marine Division goes out there and drags Bannon off the yacht, drag him up to uh, southern Manhattan, uh, press these charges on this indictment. I've read uh, the indictment. It is thin gruel indeed. And set a $5 million bail for Bannon. He was apparently able to uh, to make bond. And uh, on his way out of the the Manhattan courtroom, he, he stopped to tell the hostile crowd gathered outside that this entire fiasco is to stop people who want to build a wall on the southern border. But something has got to be done to rein in these rogue prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. You know, they're they're so selective. The the Clinton Foundation that's sitting right there in um, on Manhattan Island in in uh, in Harlem. The Southern District of New York hasn't saw fit to follow up on all of the uh, corruption that was ex- exposed during the investigation of Hillary Clinton to to go and look at their books. They uh, they turn a blind eye completely to the eight hundred and fifty million dollars that uh, the mayor mayor's wife, the mayor of New York's wife, cannot account for. But you know that's not the business they're in. They're in the business of uh, of going after the the enemies. Here's uh, Michelle Malkin appearing on Newsmax talking about this issue. Bannon, Michelle. Yeah, so I'll tell you, first of all, full disclosure that I visited We Build the Wall uh, last year. I, on my own dime and expense, drove down there from Colorado, uh, was very impressed with what I saw. I know that there are many, many good people that are involved in that project. Um, I've heard from and uh, read about um, many uh, Border Patrol agents, people who work at Department of Homeland Security who are appreciative of what happened there. Uh, all that said, I think that there are two important things that, that we know right now. And one is that the Southern District of New York's prosecutors are highly politically motivated and extremely, extremely partisan. So you have to take that into account, the political context of this prosecution that an investigation that has taken place over the last couple of years. I think it's noteworthy just as a, as a, a side observation here that it's the U.S. postal agents that were involved in this and that is being milked for its, you know, maximum political yeah, benefit yeah. as that issue is, you know, at the forefront in D.C. with regard to funding and the mail-in ballots and all that. On the other hand, I have to say, too, that I, I have no I have no a conclusion yet as to whether these are legitimate charges. Well, uh, Michelle doesn't have any conclusion. I don't have any conclusion, but if you look online, they've already convicted Steve Bannon of these charges, ignoring entirely the political motivations of the Southern district of New York. And I think this is uh, just another, you know, empire strikes back kind of prosecution. They got a guilty plea out of, uh, Klein Smith and John Durham is going after other uh, bad actors in the uh, Russia Gate hoax, and this is a a way for them, you know, to uh, to fight back. We're going to run out to a break a little bit early, and then when we come back, we're going to catch up on last night's Democrat National Convention. Stick with us; we'll be right back. 
between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow. Sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. Well, the Democrats are just beside themselves because old Joe Biden got through his acceptance speech uh, without any major gaffes. They try to pretend that uh, he got through it without a hitch if you actually watch the uh, the speech, as I had to do. You will see that uh, he, he makes several minimal gaffes uh, where he screws his word, uh, words up and, and says things that have the opposite meaning. But he was able to you know, read the speech off the teleprompter without, uh, without anything that, uh, would make the highlight reels. He's also, you know, the, the only press conference that he has conducted in the last several months, he actually read his answers off of a teleprompter. So either, you know, you had somebody running that teleprompter that, uh, knew every possible question that might be asked. And he had some decision tree to pop up Joe Biden's answers or, the questions were pre-screened and I think it was pre-screened because he was, uh, he was actually looking down on a list and calling on people that way. But Joe Biden made the point that, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump is the dark and we are the light ignoring entirely the Democrat riots raging across this nation. A giant of the civil rights movement left us with this wisdom Give people light, and they will find the way. Give people light. Those are words for our time. The current president has cloaked American darkness for much too long. The current president has cloaked American darkness for far too long. Cloaked America in darkness is what he meant to say, I suppose. Time. The current president has cloaked American darkness for much too long. Too much anger, too much fear, too much division. Where is the anger, fear, and division coming from? It's not coming from the president who is calling everybody to, uh, you know, national unity. It's coming from the Democrats who run around constantly screaming racism at anybody who they disagree with. And, of course, Joe Biden had to uh, to revisit the, the big lie that he's been telling um, is the the very rationale for his campaign. It finally wipes out the stain of racism from our national character. Oh, gee, if we just vote for Joe Biden, we will finally wipe out the stain of racism from our national character. How long have you been hearing that? That, that is a, uh, an, uh, an oldie, but a goodie that they trot out every four years at this Democrat national convention. If we will just vote for the Democrat candidate, we will finally be relieved of these constant and endless charges from the Democrats of being racist, hateful, hateful racists. I believe we're up to it. I believe we're ready. Just a week ago yesterday was the third anniversary of the events in Charlottesville. 
close your eyes. Remember what you saw on television. Remember seeing those neo-Nazis and Klansmen and white supremacists coming out of fields with lighted torches. With lighted torches. Yeah, but they weren't burning businesses down. They weren't burning whole city blocks. They were peacefully protesting. That's actually what they were doing. They were peacefully protesting when they were set upon by Antifa thugs that had showed up with clubs and and bats and attacked them. I'm not uh, condoning Nazis or Klansmen, obviously, but they were exercising their First Amendment peacefully when the, uh, the Democrats in Charlottesville and Terry McAuliffe, the governor of Virginia, engineered a confrontation. Veins bulging, spewing the same same anti-Semitic bile heard across Europe in the 30s. Anti-Semitic bile, he says. Who who is the home of anti-Semitism in this country? It's the Democrat Party with Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, AOC and uh, Ayanna Presley, And they can't even manage to rebuke their own members who go to the floor of the United States House of Representatives and actually spew anti-Semitic bile. Remember the violent clash that ensued between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. So he's, uh, he's giving his imprimatur there to Antifa, who showed up there, the courage to stand against it, the courage to attack people for exercising their First Amendments. Whether you agree with it or not, that's what the First Amendment is there for, is to protect speech. Whatever happened to, uh, I, I don't agree with you, but I'll defend to the death your right to express your opinion. Remember what the president said when asked? He said there were, quote, very fine people on both sides. You know, you would think at this point that he would stop uttering this lies. Surely the majority of the people in this country know that when Joe Biden looks you in the eye, and tells you that he is lying to your face. It was a wake-up call for us as a country, and for me, a call to action. At that moment, I knew I'd have to run. So, Joe Biden, his whole campaign is based on a lie. Here's what Donald Trump actually said about very fine people. You had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Joe Biden knows he's lying. He may have, you know, early on in this process, been misinformed, but he most certainly is not misinformed any longer. He's lying to you on purpose. Of course, the people he was saying were very fine people were the historic preservationists that had showed up to protect those statues and uh, protest the naming of a park. And the very fine people on the other side was the were the ones that wanted the statues removed and that the uh, the park renamed. Wasn't talking about the the two um, gangs out there that were fighting each other. And, of course, uh, the Democrats' real rationale or real tactic, I should say, on on winning this election are these lockdowns and weaponizing this coronavirus. This country should have been reopened for business months ago. We're in about uh, day 160 of a 15-day shutdown to uh, flatten the curve. 
The rest of the world has already reopened again. Countries that used hydroxychloroquine have had very low death rates. Why is the United States still in lockdown? <laughs> I think you know the answer. Here's what Biden had to say on the coronavirus. Uh-oh. Let me see. For a cause. Uh, I, uh, I got the wrong clip there. Basically, he said he's going to have a mask mandate. He is, <laughs> he is going to make it people's patriotic duty to wear a mask anytime they're outdoors. You remember when Donald Trump said that he had the authority to uh, to order the governors in the states to uh, take actions to limit the spread of the virus? The Democrats and the media freaked out for three solid days. The president doesn't have that authority. Joe Biden goes on national TV during his acceptance speech and says he's going to implement a national mandate that everybody in this country wear a mask whenever they're outdoors crickets he doesn't have the authority to do that i'm not sure the states have the authority to do that but (laughs) as full of lies and purposeful lies and bromides as biden's speech was the uh, the talking heads on cnn and msnbc were just beside themselves they were giddy with excitement here's van jones that sound that you hear all across the country is the sound of Democrats exhaling. That's what that is. We, people would, would have accepted anything. We just wanted Joe to get out there. So, you know, sometimes when he gets out there, you're afraid he's going to make a mistake. He's going to have a gaffe. The, the set expectations are just so low. And then he came out there and he gave an extraordinary speech. <laughs> it was extraordinary because the expectations were so low. He didn't stick his foot in his mouth. He he slurred through many of his, his sentences. Made, they didn't make sense. But he got through it. Over at MSNBC, uh, they were equally as excited. Thrills were running up their thighs. And at this point, he kind of believes he's the president of QAnon, and it's a problem, right? What Donald Trump has done is set up Joe Biden for this. I think we found out tonight why Donald Trump feared him so much. I I just saw (laughs) Donald Trump feared him so much. This is a dream come true for Donald Trump and Trump supporters running against Joe Biden. Joe Biden has all of the liabilities that Hillary Clinton had with with none of the uh, the coherence. He's not even a good liar like Hillary is. He's low energy, just like Hillary. He's got a long history of betraying American people for their globalist agenda, just like Hillary. And just like Hillary, he is hunkered down in his home when he should be out campaigning. This night, I think the whole presentation of it, I think, was directed directly at white working class voters. So Joy Reid is now an expert on what white working class voters want. Which is what he's not supposed to be able to win. I think that Joe Biden, he learned a very smart lesson from South Carolina. There was a temptation for a moment that after South Carolina, Joe Biden would develop the theory that he is the candidate that can deliver black voters because that's what happened in South Carolina. (laughs) He didn't deliver black voters in South Carolina. Um, Claiborne did. 
Outside of the uh, the venue where Joe Biden was speaking, uh, a crowd had gathered. They weren't there to support Joe Biden. Hundreds of Trump supporters showed up outside, and a one lone Biden supporter. I'm the only Joe Biden fan here. The only Joe Biden fan at Joe Biden's acceptance speech. Everybody down there is Trump. So you're the only Joe Biden? There's probably maybe four of them. Oh, I misspoke. I'm sorry. There were four of them. I don't know who's where they're at. So the, you're at Joe Biden's acceptance speech in Delaware, and we Joe, there's no one here to support Joe Biden? I'm here. <laughs> we keep hearing stories over and over that you can drive through Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, drive for hours and never see a Joe Biden sign. I think this... Joe Biden lead as a result of a bunch of ginned up manipulated polls in any case we're going to get to hear from the GOP next week and it's going second is going to be a big advantage because they can rebut and debunk all of these lies and then the first debate is scheduled on the week after that I think it's on a a Monday the, the Monday right after the GOP convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. After the steel mills fell, it just all crumbled. I'm third generation. I've worked the steel mill for a year and a half. And now the steel mill ain't even there. This is just the way of the world. China is an economic rival to the United States. It does export, it does manufacture, and yes, it takes American jobs. We want to see China rise. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. I mean, you know, they're not bad folks, folks. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development. China has made remarkable, remarkable strides. ABC News investigation this morning into Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and questions about money he made from foreign business dealings while his father was vice president. And did Joe Biden allow it? We're talking about millions of dollars. Did he allow it? At least two countries. Did you talk about China or your deal with China? No. A 12-hour flight over? No, no, of course not. That never came up? No. Less than two weeks after that trip, BHR Partners was launched, a private equity firm funded in part by Chinese banks. He has come forward and said it was a mistake on his part to be on the board. My son's business dealings were not anything with everybody that he's talking about. What's your understanding of what your son was doing for an extraordinary amount of money? 
I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. Hunter Biden holds an equity stake in a company that's taken over a billion and a half dollars in loans from the Chinese government. This is obviously an issue. What they said is China would prefer Joe Biden. China and Iran. China and Iran. China and Iran want to see Donald Trump's defeat. And they're looking for ways to make that happen. China's a great nation. And we should hope for the continued expansion. Growth in China is overwhelmingly in our interest. The growth of a communist Chinese dictatorship is overwhelmingly in our interest there, Joe Biden says. Well, he did have Hunter Biden on the, uh, the, the card introducing his father last night. I was kind of surprised at that. I thought they would keep him under wraps and hope that uh, out of sight, out of mind would be what would work for them. But they, uh, they trotted him out and, uh, and, you know, he, he obviously didn't make any uh, statements about, uh, his, uh, corrupt and debauched history. He, uh, he, you know, said <laughs> that his dad was a good man and, uh, and he acted as a character reference for Joe Biden. Well, I mean, that's exactly what you would want a son or expect a son to do, but I'm not really sure that Hunter Biden, uh, vouching for your character is very helpful. But uh, the, the, in, in all of that Democrat National Convention, they only mentioned the word China one time. China is our greatest geopolitical foe, both economically and militarily. And there's a reason that that topic is off the table with the Democrats, because Joe Biden is completely conflicted and compromised when it comes to pushing back on the Chinese government. And I think next week in Charlotte, the Republicans are going to drive home that point. I don't think those, uh, those workers in the upper mid West, those union workers and, and other workers who have lost their jobs and factories to China are going to very much appreciate Joe Biden's history on that. Well, the Goodyear tire company has, uh, has waved the white flag, uh, after they got caught, in one of these corporate mandatory diversity seminars uh, with a zero-tolerance policy for uh, supporting the police or an America First agenda, but employees were allowed to wear uh, apparel that uh, celebrated Black Lives Matter. Uh, anybody who does not know that Black Lives Matter is a violent Marxist revolutionary organization has been hiding under a rock. And they could also wear LGBTQIA apparel. But now uh, the, their chief executive, Rich Kramer, uh, came out yesterday and clarified the company's policy to, uh, to make it clear now that uh, employees can wear ex- uh, apparel expressing support for law enforcement. So they clarified it after uh, a, a corporate diversity training that said they had zero tolerance for it. Of course, this came in the aftermath of uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, telling reporters that uh, he's going to swap out Goodyear tires on the presidential limousine, and uh, he urged his supporters not to buy Goodyear tires, which there are some Goodyear uh, tire plants still made or located in America in um, Topeka, Kansas, and uh, Akron, Ohio, and one other place. But they make a majority of their truck tires uh, in China. 
course, there are options, good options to Goodyear. Cooper Tires is a, a less expensive tire and uh, and performs just as well. They're all made in America. Actually, I think that's not correct. I think they do have some overseas uh, operations as well. But uh, the, the tires that you buy in America are made in America. Goodyear said it's got a long-standing uh, policy of asking employees to refrain from expressions of support of any political candidates. Well, what's that got to do with the police or make America great? The president tweeted out, don't buy Goodyear tires. They announced a ban on MAGA hats. I guess that is a political statement. Right in the aftermath of uh, the exposure of uh, Goodyear's policies and the president's pushback on them, the uh, Goodyear stock tanked. And that is why the um, the corporate board quickly reversed course. They were at $9.58 when the president issued his tweet, and they dropped uh, about, looks like about 6%. They've, uh, they've come crawling back, but they're on the downhill trajectory now. This was a week that we saw, by the way, new records set uh, for the S&P 500, which belies the fact that, uh, you know, our economy is is uh, on its back. It's ready to reopen if uh, the Democrat governors will just get their knee off the economy's neck. Out in Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who has... Uh, has been a lightweight when it comes to battling crime and uh, and these riots and looting that have been going on in her city. Um, announced that uh, you're no longer allowed to protest on her block. <laughs> you can protest anywhere else in the city, but on her block, that is not allowed. She said, uh, I have a right to protect my family. Yeah. I guess that's true, but don't you also have a responsibility to protect uh, other the, the families of citizens of Chicago as well? Why is it just these politicians? You remember in Seattle, that mayor, uh, Dirk Dunk, Durkin, uh, was saying, well, it's just a summer of love in the CHOP, the uh, Capitol Hill occupied place, whatever they call it. And then when these uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters showed up and uh, defaced her home and surrounded it, all of a sudden, uh, oh, they're, they're, uh, they're violent. Something has to be done. We've got to stop this. I, you know, uh, the, uh, the, these elections that take place in cities, are usually off-year elections. They usually occur every four years on a odd-numbered year. I think Durkin has got about two years left on her term. In Seattle, uh, Ted Wheeler has got less than a year left on his term. You know, I've been very sympathetic to the law-abiding citizens in these cities. But if Durkin and Wheeler get reelected, they're just going to—they're just— getting what they deserve play stupid games get stupid prizes vote for weak politicians lose your city 
Get woke, go broke. The Black Lives Matter leaders in Chicago have announced that um, looting is just reparations. They're looting Gucci and they're looting the Nike store and they're looting the the, uh, Best Buy's electronic store so that they can eat. And by the way, that's reparations, said the local Black Lives Matter leader. In response to that, Martha Callum asked the uh, Black Lives Matter from New York to comment on whether he too agreed that looting was just reparations. I don't care. If I should have set that up better. This is uh, this is actually the the Black Lives Matter leader in Chicago setting up Martha's interview with the Black Lives Matter leader in New York. About what she says. I don't care if somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Do you agree with Ariel Atkins on that? Well, let's, um, so we're moving on past Rudy Giuliani and we're moving into looting and a form of reparation. But let's be very careful, Martha. Let's be very careful. And I'd appreciate if you let me speak. Uh, let's be very careful. The problem with oppression and white supremacy is white supremacy will have you criticizing the oppressed and worshiping the oppressors. So his argument is, <clears throat> I am not allowed to speak ill of my fellow Black Lives Matter um, organizer that believes that looting is reparations. Martha is not going to sit still for that. Now, if you want to talk to me about reparations, nothing falls short of, of a solution other than people cutting a check. If you want to do something about reparations, cut the check. And we're not talking about going in everyday Americans' pockets. We're talking about banks like Brown Brothers mm-hmm. and Harriman, who benefited from slavery, other insurance companies that sold. Right, so uh, you- I don't think he answered the question, did he? We're talking about the American government that was founded on the backs of slaves. I This is one of their tactics that you should adopt whenever you're arguing with them. If they if they try to pin you down, you just refuse to answer the question and start talking on top of them. These people are trained in these tactics. If they're pinned down on something that uh, makes them look bad, they refuse to answer it, make counter accusations. And then just uh, try to try to filibuster and talk on top of you. Reparations. That's what reparations is. Do you you want to know what reparations is? I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. Sir, do you think, do you agree that it's okay to go in and break the windows at Gucci's or Macy's or Nike because it makes sure that that person eats and that person has clothes? That was my question to you. Is that ethically okay okay to you? Is it? Okay. Okay, and before I answer that, I want to ask you this. Do you think it's okay that America kills people in their homes like... You know, uh, I guess Martha should keep asking this guy back because every time he's on there, he makes a fool of himself and really exposes Black Lives Matter true agenda. You remember the first time he appeared on her show, he said, "If, uh, if America doesn't give us what we want, we will burn the system down. So even though he is a shitty guest, he should continue to be asked back. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this message. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is 
What's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. So I guess uh, yesterday was the uh, the day of corporate apologies. Netflix has now apologized. If you were on social media yesterday, you, you probably saw this issue blow up. Netflix is peddling a movie that's set to air next month that sexualizes children. And I'm not talking about 15 or 16-year-old children. I'm talking about it sexualizes 11-year-old children. You sort of juxtapose that with uh, the the big QAnon talking point that the media have all adopted trying to get the president to denounce QAnon. Well, QAnon's um, theory is that uh, you've got a, a deep-seated group of powerful and influential pedophiles running uh, corporations and uh, in, in the Democrat Party. And right on cue, Netflix uh, releases uh, the promotion for this film called Cuties. It, uh, it shows an 11-year-old girl trying to join a twerking dance troupe over the objections of her uh, religious, religiously conservative parents. It blew up on social media. People started a petition to uh, to keep this trash off the air. Netflix has not pulled it from its lineup, but they have changed the promotion poster and the the um, the language uh, in in the uh, the promotion. Netflix says we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. It was not okay. Nor was it representative of this French film, which won an award at Sundance. Well, I'm not surprised it won an award at Sundance. The The judging panels out there are made up of Hollywood glitterati. Tell me again how Hollywood pedophilia is just a conspiracy theory. Netflix goes on to say, we've now updated the pictures and description, but they're still going to run the, the actual movie. That poster featured four of these preteen girls in skimpy outfits and porno, you know, tile style poses. And this film is, is not a children's film. It is rated for mature audiences. How do you have a movie that features preteens uh, twerking and it's rated for adults and mature audiences. Well, there's a story to do with the Democrat national convention that I missed in the first half hour. Excuse me. That really needs to be talked about. Uh, 
you know, you saw a lot of these uh, lunatics that the Democrats had put on their their caucus breakouts that, uh, you know, you could find online during the day. I've uh, I've shown where, you know, they removed the word under God to the Pledge of Allegiance. They had uh, they had the queen, the mermaid king queen calling for the abolition of police and prisons and uh, several other of these lunatics. Well, yesterday. The DNC welcomed a convicted rapist, and not your run-of-the-mill rapist. This was a uh, a woman that was in a prostitution ring that um, kidnapped, raped, tortured, and murdered a, uh, a homosexual in New York. Her name is Donna Hilton, spelled with a Y. She, uh, she sexually tortured this man with a, a three-foot-long iron rod. The Digital National Convention kicked off this week with a pre-recorded video of America's most impactful community leaders reading from a preamble to America's Constitution. The various Democratic politicians and party activists might be alarmed to know that Donna Hilton, a 55-year-old Jamaican woman, was kidnapped, was convicted for kidnapping, rape, torture, and murder of a 62-year-old Long Island real estate broker back in 1986. But now she's one of the Dem- Democrats' impactful community leaders. They brought this real estate broker, his name was Thomas Vigorillo, to a, a, an apartment in Harlem, and subjected him to three weeks of nonstop torture that included starvation, beatings, burnings, and various forms of sexual torture and ultimately resulted in his gruesome murder. Hilton raped Vigorillo with a three-foot metal rod, later laughing off by saying he was a homo anyway. This is the, the darkness that the Democrats are saying that they are going to lift from our country. She was uh, paroled after 25 years. That seems kind of odd in and of itself. And she has now dedicated her life and is on the payroll of the Democrats to, for, um, for criminal justice reform. So now the Democrats are about to launch into their latest hoax, uh, the the mailbox hoax. Donald Trump is stealing mailboxes off of America's street corners. They have got the uh, the Postmaster General testifying up on Capitol Hill uh, this week and next Monday. They're going to try to step on the uh, the lead up to the GOP convention by forwarding their their latest conspiracy narrative. This morning, uh, Hillary Clinton appeared on with Mika Brzezinski and said that this is direct interference in the 2020 election. Of course, you know, if you've kept up with this story, that the post office has been taking out uh, these collection boxes for over a decade now. They had 14,000 of them removed during the Obama administration, but now that, you know, that process is continuing. This is Donald Trump trying to interfere in the election. She says, I'm really worried that there will be direct interference in this upcoming election. Oh, like hiring foreign 
spies to gin up a fictitious dossier to uh, to weaponize against your political opponent. I'm really worried that there will be direct interference with the election through the manipulation of the Postal Service, she told Crazy Mika. I don't think there's any doubt that any sensible person should have that there is a deliberate effort to sabotage vote by mail. Well, you don't need to sabotage vote by mail. What you need to do is limit it because it is it is so prone uh, and vulnerable to uh, to the Democrats' vote harvesting schemes. Well, out in Portland, they have still not been able to capture this this violent Antifa Black Lives Matter rioter that was filmed kicking uh, a man that was sitting on the ground in the head, put him in the hospital, probably um, will have long-term cognitive complications from that. Guy's name, of course, is Crease Love. He's still on the run. The the local Soros district attorney did announce that, uh, yeah, we're going to press charges on this because it was obviously violent. But they've yet to make any arrest. Uh, people are believing that there's a big manhunt underway for crease love. I don't believe that's the case. I think that the, uh, the law enforcement and, uh, uh, prosecutor's office out in Portland, uh, have their hands tied and they're too busy with other, other issues. So, you know, there's a the 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 lead project legend, the federal law enforcement uh, deployment in these Democrat cities that's designed to make arrests. I wonder if the feds would be able to make a a civil rights violation arrest against Crease Love. They need to get the federal marshals who have a very effective fugitive um, team go after this guy and at the very least deliver them deliver him to the local authorities. On yesterday's show, we had Lee Smith on talking about his new book, The Permanent Coup. Uh, I'm reading it now, and uh, it's definitely a good read. It talks about, uh, it picks up where the Russia hoax and the Mueller investigation uh, leave off and talk about the other efforts by the deep state and the Democrats to unseat this president and thwart his agenda. But the first book he wrote, of course, was the the plot against the president that dealt with the Russia hoax. It's being made into a, uh, a major documentary, and I wanted to play for you the uh, the trailer from that documentary. But you can make a whole movie on the Russiagate hoax. It's all documented. There was an illusion being created using the most awesome tools and the greatest tricks that the American intelligence community had learned to use against our enemies. Now it was being deployed against the American people and our president. This is the biggest political scandal in modern history, which makes Watergate look like a, a tiff. The FBI director has no credibility. The left used to not trust the FBI, and now they love them. 
This can happen to General Michael T. Flynn. Imagine what they do to anybody who has a single strike against them. 35 Russian diplomats in the U.S. expelled. The prosecution of General Flynn wasn't a pursuit of criminal activity. It was a setup. Flynn actually had details. So he was talking about going after people's budgets. They were terrified. Media didn't start as neutral. Media hasn't been neutral all its life. The two faces of Hillary Clinton are coming out. The fact through WikiLeaks that she says one thing uh, and... Oh, no. They worked hand in glove with Comey to try to delegitimize Trump. They were not there to tell the truth. A political dirty trick is being carried out by our intelligence community. Honestly, none of us really know, sort of holistically, what to think about this dossier. They went into Congress. They said, there's nothing here. Doesn't matter. We'll keep going with FISA. We'll keep going with the investigation. And more importantly, we will go on TV day in and day out and lie to the American people to their face. And nothing's going to happen to us. The nation and all of our freedoms hang by a thread. And the military apparatus of this country is about to be handed over to scum or beholden to scum russian scum we had not one person claim that they had or had seen evidence of trump colluding with the russians Devin nunes was the hero in the forest he was alone he was mocked he was attacked Devin nunes was subject to such scorn for saying the conclusions that we brought forth in that report which all proved to be true russia gate was a false story the target their political opposition you got to check that out i'm looking forward to it i hope they release it um, right into the run-up to the election so the american people can decide whether or not they want the party that committed the greatest political scandal in american history to be rewarded for it joe biden was a co-conspirator in that effort they're still trying to hide behind classified information but uh, the truth will come out well that takes us to the end of another week on right now with jim dawes i want to thank you for joining us and i hope you'll join us again right here on mojo 50 radio talk to you then this episode is sponsored by schwann's.com what are you having for dinner tonight hmm good question schwann's home delivery has a solution for you stock up your freezer with high quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides delicious ready-made meals ice cream and more No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more.